The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my sycamore? Digital Gumbo After Party number nine. The Digital Gumbo podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Here, as always, with T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, how you doing today? What's going on up there? I mean, you know, I was just telling y'all before we started recording what was going on. Somebody Uh called me a liar today. So, you know, your Uh girl is a little little irritated. I'm a lot of things, but I'm Uh not a liar. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. We're going to introduce Dries, and that's going to be topic (laughs) 1A. Uh, You like a game show, T. Patty, to tell the truth, and we always know you do. So we're going to leave that there, but we're going to come right back to you. Dries, what's up, brother? It's getting a little warmer out there, man. What's going on up up in your neck of the woods? What's up, Nook? What's up, T. Patty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And, uh, you know, Nook, it is getting warmer out there, and things is looking beautiful. I was outside today just relaxing. You know, I was just happy today. You know, I paid up my internet bill, so my sound going to be tight on this, on, this, <laughs> on this podcast today. Now, you just up. jinxed it. You just jinxed it. I know. It. I, I jinxed it, T-Patty. <laughs> you did put it in today, so we just going to, you know, going to pay that forward, and we uh, see nothing but good things for your internet. Y'all heard that knock on wood. <laughs> We gonna hope for the best. Okay, um, T. Petty, the floor is yours. Somebody called you a liar, please. Uh, point, point him out, T. Petty. I'll take him out. Yeah, who is this? Well, we can't say so their name, but we you can't know. say their name. We are protecting my job and not the innocent. Okay. So okay. you know, I'm on a call, and you know, regardless of how much I cuss and act a fool with y'all, I keep it professional on my job. Okay. So, you know, we're trying to help uh, help a particular client out who I actually enjoy these people. And y'all know I don't like nobody. Mm. And somebody else, a third party that we were working with, we were, going, you know, explaining sort of like the timeline of what happened to get us to where we are today. So we could talk about next steps because, you know, that's all I'm interested in. Like, how are we going to get this shit across the line? And do you know that motherfucker was like, you guys are liars. I said, oh, oh, oh black hey, Jesus. They, they said it like that, T-Betty. Said it just like that. Wow. But then turned around and said we were delightful partners. Clearly that motherfucker need to be on some lithium. Mm, mm, mm. So the request was, you know, after he done acted a goddamn fool and showed his ass, that we get on a call tomorrow. I said, oh, no, sir. No such call will be forthcoming. All of my communications with you will be in writing yes. henceforth and forevermore. Yes. Also, <laughs> you can suck my dick from the back. How about that? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, that was foul. That was foul. Like, don't, that's not what you, don't ever question my fucking integrity. Now, you can say that I'm hostile at times, abrasive. I cuss a lot. Like, I get all that. I'm rude. Sometimes, depending on who you are, don't give a fuck. You can say all of that, but you will never in your black ass life 
or your hueless ass life saying mm. that I am a liar because I tell the truth. Mm. That's why people don't like me because I tell the truth. Mm-hmm. It's the truth tellers, T Patty. That's what tellers. they don't like. Yeah, so that's what happened today. So after that, I was like, fuck it. I just started drinking uh uh ginger beer and bourbon. Because you know it's warm out, like you said. Ooh, that's so, my you know, favorite. That's my it's favorite. either that or I didn't feel like drinking light skin liquor today. So I, I went to our old standby uh Drees. And you yeah, know, you we can't go wrong that. with that. They'll never let you down. The bourbon will never let you down. Never. Yeah. Well, T. Petty, you did better than I, I would have, because I would have been like, sure, um, yeah, let's have a phone call tomorrow. And then I wouldn't have got on the call, but like, oh, I'm a liar. So I guess <laughs> you should had expected me not to call your monkey ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let y'all know how this goes. We got to get some shit done before Monday with this incompetent bitch. So oh we're mm. going to see how it goes. All right. All right. But I ain't going to forget that he said that. Mm. And Do you me? shouldn't. I, I won't. As you say, T. Petty, duly noted. Noted, bitch. Noted. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's uh, get into a, a recap of what's going on. So um, this group called The Dark Side, they are a hacktivist group, and they oh, claim Lord. responsibility for uh, hacking uh, the cyber attack on the Colonial Pipeline. First of all, this Interesting. is the- so yes, like I've I found the light in that that they hacked the colonial pipeline, the whole of colonialism, <laughs> and the gas uh, and the oil, gasoline are dried up. Uh, as of us taping right now, there are still ten thousand gas stations uh, in the southeast and the south that don't have gas right now. So things are coming back up. Uh, Dries, I think you noted that things needed to get back into a trickle, but let's. Go into hmm. everything that's happened since this uh, gas line dried up, okay? So first and foremost, the um, hacktivist group said that they're uh, disbanding. <laughs> I mean... Hey, wait, wait. That's like if you pull a caper and you pull a crew together and then you pull the caper and then the crew just split, um, split their they ways, go different ways. That was just questions. a heist. That's what, a heist. What did they say their purpose was in, in doing this hack? I don't know if they came out and said that they had a purpose, but that was like some real gangster terrorism. It was shit. to get some money. <laughs> but what That's money what did they get? Look, they, I don't, they, I don't they think got they paid. Got anything. Look, if the gas no, if the gas started flowing, they got paid. You hmm. best believe okay. that. You best believe that. Now they ain't telling the public they got paid because then everybody be doing it. But they got paid, and then they disband because they got their money. Hmm. Okay. Now I have, I had the question. Now I have a comment. Okay. about the stupidity of Americans. Mm. Can I just say for the record that there would not have been a gas shortage if people didn't rush out when they heard about this hack and were filling up U-Hauls and Ziploc bags full of gas. Bitch, just you about have to get gas into in your fucking car. <laughs> what are you doing? And so Ziploc the people... <laughs> The Just, hackers did not cause the shortage. The stupid Americans caused the shortage because they were being dumb. Just like we ran out of bleach last year. We couldn't find paper, no damn Clorox nowhere. Hand paper towel, toilet. Like, mm. what is wrong with y'all? I was just about to get into the Ziploc bag thing. So it got so bad on social media 
that they started to show pictures from 2018 when it was another gas shortage because of a natural event. I think it was a hurricane. And people was taking mm-hmm. and getting big Ziploc bags and filling them up with gas. Those were some photos from 2018. So one genius talked to another, and here they go in real life 2021, mm-hmm. May, filling up gas, uh, filling up Ziploc bags with gas. Okay, that's one. Hey, wait, wait. No, you serious about this? I thought dead was just serious, telling a joke. Bro. No, no dead ass serious. serious. I thought it was a joke. No, the big industrial size, but I don't even know how many, who if you put, get a whole you, gallon of gas in there. Who put they gas was, in a plastic bag? And gas that, would eat through a plastic bag. Exactly. Oh, well, and that explained all them goddamn car fires. That's <laughs> the next thing I was going to get into. So the people was taking the Ziploc bags, putting it in their cars, right? So um, this in one their guy- their trunks, near the gas right. tanks. <laughs> the guy filled up four red plastic containers, which is what you're supposed to put the gas in, for an emergency, but it's hot as hell out there. You ever heard of a thing called spontaneous combustion? <laughs> he put four, no, so that's five gallons each, right? Five times four is 20. 20 <laughs> gallons, probably more than what go in his gas tank. Yep. Driving around and he got out of the car, boom! The motherfucker blew up. Wow. Then it was another guy that had a Hummer. He did the same thing. Now look. Now that one I think might be arson because if you got a Hummer in 2021 and then the gas go to $7 a gallon, you don't want that shit anyway. Look, you just go ahead, put the four or five little cans in there, you know, maybe get you a cigarette or throw something or let it go there till it gets spontaneous combustion. Call the fire department. Bam. Call your insurance company. You got you a brand new truck. That was no ask it for buying a damn Hummer in the first that place. Shit that shit get about Three miles to a gallon. That shit was on purpose. Um, also, before y'all get into the gas thing, suburban Washington, D.C., this man got into his car and he had, you know, people keep the hand sanitizer in their car in case they go to the store, et cetera, et cetera. You know, keep your hands clean, going to the store, coming from the store, et cetera. He put the hand sanitizer, rubbed it in your hands. Now, you know, you're supposed to wave your hands up and down to get it dry, right? This man <laughs> went and lit a cigarette in the car. The car caught fire on a major road and um, his car burnt the hell up. So it was like he had the the hand sanitizer. It's probably from that dude, remember last year from New York that bought all that hand sanitizer trying to Mm. corner the market. And then they see it had that higher alcohol content. Yeah, he um, blew up like Daffy Duck lighting that cigar. (laughs) (laughs) But but you know, like this is another thing too, where I I think I'm just different with this, right? Because like, you know, when they were saying the gas shortage, I didn't think nothing of it. Cause like, I I usually just put $10 worth of gas in. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where you has like, look, ten dollars is, is is what's going in the tank, <laughs> and so, but that means that people was hoarding gas. It's like yes. you know, that means you had the money to buy gas in extra quantities. That means you filled up your tank, right? That means everybody who had gas had a full tank of gas in the car, and then they had additional gas that they was riding around in, right? Which means you just got money to burn. Because if you hauling extra weight in the gas, ain't you burning more gas? So it, it just don't make sense to me. And you know what? Another point on that. If you have enough money to buy all this extra gas, more than likely that means you're working a job where you don't even have to go to the fucking office anyway. Mm. 
Where the hell are you going? You ain't got to travel nowhere. You ain't got to go nowhere. Americans are greedy as fuck. They have no sense of the collective good. I don't know why all these other countries are hell-bent on destroying America when America is destroying itself. Mm, mm, mm. Then another point, right? You know, like uh, when winter's over, you have the last of the winter gas and then the gas companies, the oil companies, they try and get rid of the last of the winter gas before like Memorial Day when summer gas with a little bit uh, less uh, octane uh, in it, et cetera, sort of starts to come through the pipelines. So, you know- Wait, people, they got seasonal gas? There's seasonal that. gas, yeah. Like in the <laughs> Northeast uh, for the most part, but in other parts of the country, Midwest as well, they have winter gas, which burns a little bit more. And then um, summer gas burns a little bit lighter. So sometimes it, it becomes a very delicate balance when they have the last of the winter gas before they kick into the summer gas. And people just then probably bought up the last of this winter gas. And it really is like a fine line before that summer gas tries to come through. And uh, they just can just play themselves. So, I mean, I hopefully. Uh, I wonder you know, if you can get like the, um, like, you know how you have clothes that go on sale when the season changes? <laughs> I wonder no. if you can find a gas station like, hey, can I get some of your out of season gas? Uh, absolutely <laughs> discount. not, sir. <laughs> in, in fact, what they do sometimes is hike up that price for the last of the winter gas before they drop it, but now Memorial Day is you know coming and they might just make it just $3 a gallon. If it ain't $7 a gallon already, if they can even get any gas, because like I said, it's 10,000 gas stations in the South and Southeast that ain't got no gas. So we'll, we'll see how this plays out. But again, uh, as you said, T-Petty, American Greed and then went ahead and wrecked it for everybody. So um, hopefully y'all able to get gas uh, and look, just start following the gas truck around and wherever you go and fill it up in that hall. Or just stay you know. your ass at home. You Wait, I got, I got a philosophical be. question. Okay. Do you? If a gas station doesn't have gas, technically what is it? Does it become a corner store? Well, it depends. Could be. Well, they have dry gas. Maybe. On the little shelf. They also or, got like little snacks and shit. Hot, uh, what's those things the little babies eat eating at the bus stop when they should hot be eating pockets. breakfast? Hot pockets. Hot, no, uh, flaming hots, flaming, flaming hot hots. Cheetos and honey oh. buns and shit like that. Oh boy, that's a that's just a corner man. store then. You ain't no gas station no more. You ain't got no gas. I mean, mm. the markup that they have on those damn snacks, they could make some, you know, make a decent amount of money. There it is. There it is. All right, y'all. We're gonna uh, shift gears here. So. Um, they talking about that they lifting the mask mandate mm. in a lot of states across the country. Mm -hmm. um, Drees, is this a trick? Because, you know, I'm going to be wearing my mask till 2025. No, I'm just wearing a mask, period, man. But like, I, I think it's a good sign that folks are getting vaccinated. So I think that is the, the thing that they say kind of moving towards that. But I'm still a little confused, I will admit, right? So when you get the vaccine... I heard him say, like, well, you can get it, but you can't pass it. So maybe that's that's why you don't have to wear the mask, because then you can't spread it as easily, even though you can still get it. So but I don't quite understand mm -hmm. that. I'm a little I, confused on it. I, I need all the protection. I get people hack, still cough, sneeze, allergens, pollen is out here the whole nine yards. Just just protect yourself. People it's not like taking showers. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I told y'all. We're gonna told talk about the showers in the minute. Nasty bitches. You keeping your mask on, T Petty? I absolutely am because so the CDC has issued this guidance, right? Mm -hmm. And so 
obviously it's caused confusion throughout all these, you know, states and cities and municipalities that have to administer this. Um, but most of them, you know, like my favorite stores that I like to go to, well, I don't like to go to any of these stores, but these are the stores <laughs> where I go and like shop, right? They have no way of saying, okay, if you're fully vaccinated, you can come in without a mask, but the, you, you don't show your vaccine card. You don't show anything. It's the honor system. So I'm supposed to trust the same motherfuckers that's been acting a goddamn fool for the past 15 months that they are actually vaccinated? Absolutely not. No, of course not. So I'll Mm -hmm. continue to wear my mask. Not necessarily for me, because your girl is, she got her second shot this week. Okay, congratulations. Um, But we can still contract it and then pass it along to people who can't be vaccinated so people who are under a certain age they can't be vaccinated or somebody like that right it's just wiser a to stay my ass at home and b if i'm out and about amongst the unwashed i'm just gonna wear my mask i have not had a cold in like two years so i mean that's the upside (laughs) keep my streak going that's what's up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we live where there's too many, you know, like cultures from around the world. I mean, right now, within the stone's throw of all of our houses, we probably got people from all seven continents, including Antarctica, right there on the streets near us. So, you know, we're not trying to catch. We're not trying to be no carriers. We're not trying to be passing on. So I'm going to be wearing my mask. Like I said, you can look at me like Michael Jackson or funny or, you know, saying that I'm like ready for Thanksgiving, you know, or excuse me, ready for um, Halloween, you know, four to five months early. That's fine. But I won't be, you know, breathing. I won't have her on her. And, you know, the I, people I just want to wear my mask. I want to wear my mask just so folks don't recognize me. I was like, so, I don't, you don't need to know who I am. Everybody knows who you are. But the people <laughs> I'm worried about, even amongst the all seven continents that are probably within a stone's throw of where I am, the ones I'm worried about are Americans. Mm. They're selfish and they're stupid. That's a lethal combination. You can't fool with either one of them. So mm. I'm good. I'll keep my mask on. Mm. T. Patty looks like, well, we moving and grooving about, but they talking about, well, let's talk first about these showers. Twitter interview came out and it was a gentleman, he believed, I believe he's in the medical profession and he was just talking to people about their showering habits. I believe the young lady said she got in the water, judged her hair, washed her face. And then he's like, what else are you doing? She was like, I get out. So the floor is yours. You've been saying these non-showerers as uh, you know, wrecking the game and you know, might be causing bacterium to spread. Ain't no might be. The other part that you missed about that that broad says she gets in the shower, she washes her hair and puts conditioner on her hair. The soap runs down her body, she thinks, and cleans off the filth. But she also says she only gets in the shower like every six days. Oh, no. What type of filthy bitch does that? Listen, if you don't wash your ass regularly, don't even speak to me. I don't just know. It's a no for me. This is not a thing that people do. If you have access to hot running water and soap, why would you not get in and wash your ass on a daily basis? I just don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. I want all of those unwashed to stay away from me. They're Mm. filthy. Mm. I've been telling y'all for years and y'all thought I was exaggerating. I've told you. 
First, they admitted that they didn't wash their legs in the shower. Now it's their whole bodies. The whole truth is coming out. Mm-mm. That's nasty. Drees, um, <laughs> the floor is yours. I, I'm as a grade one germaphobe, I just have a very disgusted look on my face. Oh, <laughs> my throat is drying up. Oh, take it away, Drees. Listen, all right, it's so many things wrong with this. One, um, I'm with you, T Petty. Like, um, if they wasn't washing their legs, now that I think about it, you probably wasn't washing nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you, like, you probably wasn't washing nothing to begin with. <laughs> and so, okay, it's one thing now. I I could say, okay, if you can, if you go a couple of days without getting a shower, that's that's a that's a long stretch. That's a long stretch. But six days, that's like, woo, woo. And then, <laughs> and then if you only getting in the shower once every six days, you can wash your whole body. That's just lazy. That's just lazy. lazy. I mean, you ain't been in the shower in six days, but when you do get in, you ain't gonna wash nothing. That it, it just don't make sense. I mean, it explains oh. so much about so many things, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the smells. Oh, like we've been wondering all these years, and now we know the answer. You don't wash your ass. And women have a lot going on. It's a whole lot happening in the nether regions. Not to mention, everybody got armpits. The least you could do is take a whole bath. In the yep. words of my daughter, hit the pits, the tits, and the kit. That's the least you could do. These bitches ain't even doing that. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even doing that. They're just washing their nasty, greasy-ass no. hair, and that's it. See, Betty, y'all got to get, y'all got to put out a guide. You and your daughter, <laughs> Betty and her daughter's guide to washing your funky booty. <laughs> some no, nope, you can't. And they get very, very defensive. It's bad for you. It's bad for the microbes on your skin, bitch. Are you out of your fucking mind? Absolutely not. These hoes are crazy. Microbes become flesh-eating bacteria, but that is another discussion. <laughs> they probably don't even want to eat that dirty-ass flesh. Oh, disgusting. Okay, so we got people that may or may not wear masks. We got people that may or may not shower, and it's leading to a real thing. We getting out and about, right? But it's a real thing called reopening anxiety. So, Drees, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, assess this. They saying that people really got a a little bit of fear, you know, getting back out and getting back into the groove after being vaccinated and going back out and assuming, you know, sort of regular life after 14, 15, 16 months in the house. Yeah, it it, it takes a while, right? It's like, you know, we've been locked in for like a, a year or more, right? And even though everybody dreaded it and didn't like it, right? You you almost kind of, you know, got used to that, right? Um, that that way of being. And so now you have to get used to going back out again and what that means and what that looks like, right? It means being out in crowds. So for a year, I, I, I have not been around more than probably seven or eight people, right? You know, at, at one time. So imagine when you go back out and you're in a, a crowded restaurant, right? It's just lots of people around. And then you're also more um, sensitive to like what you're touching and what you're doing, right? You We've been diligent about washing our hands, putting on hand sanitizer, um, just being careful with what you touch, how you touch stuff and, and, and touching your body or your face. So you're, you're kind of on this heightened alert. 
right? So if you're out in a, in new environments that you haven't been before, like your mind is telling you like, be on alert, be on alert. And it's kind of overwhelming. So I, I definitely understand that feeling. T. Petty, reopening anxiety. Talk to me about this. I mean, it's definitely a thing. I agree with everything Dre said. You know, we've been at home, safe and sound for 15 months, almost 16 months now. Um, so going back out amongst the great unwashed, like there are just certain things that I'm not doing. So fully vaccinated or not, I'm still not eating in restaurants. I will go do a patio situation. Absolutely. I don't want other people too close to me. Um, sporting events. Yes. If they're still holding like, you know, limited capacity, like being in large crowds of people, it's a no. So y'all know I go to that like um, very large tech conference every year, right? Yes. I think I've missed yep. one in like the past, I don't know, eight years. Um, upwards of 200,000 people. Ooh. Am I going this year? Wow. It's going to be a no for me. I just, it's a no. So, and I will do. And those are people things. from all over everywhere all over the world mm. all over the world like americans ill bad enough but then you're adding everybody else and they mama no um and of course now if people are engaging in conversations about what does return to work look like well with this cdc recommendations like you don't need to wear your mask and it's kind of an honor system well then companies then have to layer in their policies on top of that and for those of us who are consultants, which is probably like 90% of the people in the DMV, <laughs> it feels like, okay, so what does that mean? Like when you want to go to, or when you are asked to go to a client site, because you don't know what their policies are. All of that is a no for me. They're not going to see me. Hey, think probably. about that, T. Petty. That's think right. About you, gotta, like, you got to know everybody's policy. You know how yeah. if, if if I ever get asked to go back into a space again, you know I'm just gonna you bring. You gotta some, ask. I'm I'm gonna bring some sneezing powder, <laughs> and, and you know that's all you got to do is sneeze, and then people's like, "You excuse." I'm <laughs> you not go. going. I've already made up my mind. I'm not going. I didn't want to go before the Rona. Y'all know how I am. Like I haven't been on the metro, and y'all, I can look out my window and see a metro stop. I haven't been on the metro since last March. Wow. Believe wow, it or not, year. last wow. March, a year and some change. And when I think about think about those platforms and how crowded they get it, like rush hour, how the trains you is are underground rush, in a closed underground. environment. And then, and then inside the wind a metal tube. The, yes. Yeah, here come the wind when the train come, blowing yes. all the germs from the people at the yep. other side oh, of the platform. And yes. the down your uh, way, and if you at the end, then they get on your coat, then you rub up against somebody. Taking it home. Especially yeah. a, fi a funky hot humidity day and it's no air on your train. Oh, yeah. hell no. And we're not even talking about if it's rush hour and the trains are packed. So mm -hmm. it's no, mm -hmm. it's like you're standing all up in somebody else's space. Mm -hmm. It's a, Why would I go through all of that when I could just stay my black ass at the crib? Mm -mm. And nope. still do everything that I've been doing to get my job done for the past 15 months. Like, why would I go out? I'm good. 
germaphobe nightmare. Oh, my it's God. a no for me. Like, there's just no reason for us to have accepted that negativity of commuting and all that shit in the first place. But I'm really not <laughs> doing it now. Like, yeah. nope. I did that. Like, yeah, we do know better now. Like, we know better now. Mm, well, it was all that, you know, we need to be in person to foster connections like bullshit. It was bullshit all along. Y'all wanted us there for optics and all that shit. Now all that's blown out of water. We've shown companies have made record profits during the Rona. Because they ain't paying that gas bill. They're not paying that light right. bill. They're not paying that water bill. Listen, let me tell y'all this. Now, now, you know, we are not in favor of going back to the office, right? But y'all better check this. When they call you talking about come back, tell, oh no, I want to do my part to save the environment. I've gone green at home and you know, <laughs> less gas. You know, there's gas lines, they're locking them up every day and electricity. We're saving with all that. And look, and tell them you don't want to get Legionnaires disease because if, if they flush the water <laughs> system, way back. The, toilets, the toilets is used to circulating at least once, once a day in your office, right? But if that stagnant, funky water been there for 16 months or more you mm. know that that's a, a home and a, a breeding ground it's a petri dish <laughs> but look your boy done done his research so you know they need to come with some type of flush certification they need to call the fire department flush out, flush all, flush out all the water flush out all the water because if one person get legionnaires because of the water it's a wrap think about if you got drinking fountains in your workplace, how many toilets you got, how many floors you got. That's little places where, you know, I'm saying, um, you know, legionnaires can hide. Plus, if nobody really been tending to like the snacks or whatever, or cleaned out your refrigerator or workplace, it's probably roaches and rats, oh, no, all kind of minute. shit up in there. So, okay, let know, me ask y'all this. So are y'all comfortable just telling your job, I'm not coming back because I don't want to. It's not necessary. I've proven that I can do my job effectively without going to the office. Well, I mean, you ain't even got to say that, T-Bad. It's like, you can just say, I'm not coming back for health reasons. And technically, they can't really, they can't really, like, you know, make you prove that. Which well, I is mean, true. y'all know me. I'm just going to be like, I'm not coming back. I'm well, that's not even better. reason. That's even better. I mean, I can go somewhere else if you try to make me. I don't have to be here. I can give me another job immediately. Hmm. Well, there's that. We'll see. But wait, remember, wait, no. Did you have a story about this happening? Didn't some some man not come to work and still get paid? Not nah, so. Yeah, yeah. I no, didn't we say gonna, that. Okay. Now we <laughs> gonna still we, work. We we gonna we gonna talk about that. That's in my my next little block. But wait, we already talked about that. We did. Didn't so. We? Well, this is the deja vu, you know, after party where, um, you know, like we've been here before, but we're going to rewind it for the listeners. So in Italy, a man got a civil service job at a hospital. Okay, so he's paid about forty seven thousand dollars a year. He got the job, but he didn't get along with a supervisor, a lady, and um, she had to write him up. So he threatened her and she didn't take too kindly to being threatened. So she quit. So a new supervisor was hired. So, you know, they really wasn't keeping tight records as to who was working where and whatnot. The man didn't come to work. The man that um, threatened the supervisor didn't come to work for 15 years and got paid $667,000. 
So what happened is the second yeah. So what happened? The second supervisor quit, and a third supervisor who was meticulous about the records, he's like, "Well, where's Giuseppe?" And he was like, "Who is Giuseppe?" They said, "We don't know." He said, "Well, they said Giuseppe work here." Blah 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 blah. Whoop de woo. They came across it. They was like, he had been somebody had been turning in a pay stub for him, a time card for forty hours um, uh, a week for 15 years and he stole $667,000 from the hospital or the government and he's under arrest and it's like grand larceny and theft of like government services. So yeah, the dude didn't come to work now. I don't know how it worked with your HR or your benefits or whatever, but Giuseppe did it and pulled it off for $667,000. So he didn't come to work for 15 years and got paid, Dries. Hey, I think Giuseppe is my new hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's amazing. Calling that man Giuseppe. <laughs> Is that his name? Bob. Tom. No, he made no, that. Up. Okay, all right, okay, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I, I blame this on the company. Think about it. If you go 15 years sending somebody a paycheck that ain't coming to work, that means you ain't got no control systems there. Yeah, anything goes. And, and, and if he if he intimidated the supervisor and the supervisor left. That's just a bad organization all the way around. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. T. Petty, 15 years, pay, no, that's, that's like if you if you left your company and in 2036, we, you got $667,000 and they probably had to take taxes out since, you know, it was like a civil service job. So it looked like you've been working there and contributing to your social security or retirement or whatever for 15 years. So <laughs> I had a couple of thoughts when I heard this. Mm. First of all, I bet you he was like, man, fuck that job. I just like, I'm being no call, no show. And they just gonna fire me, right? And then he realized they kept sending him paychecks. He was like, well, let's see. We're just gonna ride this till the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. But 15 years, I agree with Drees. Like, that is a trifling ass whatever department. Like, how do you not notice that somebody is not showing up for 15 weeks, let alone 15 years? So your department didn't notice. Nobody noticed you wasn't clocking in. Like, what? I'm just so confused. I don't know how he got this off. I feel like somebody had to be in collusion with him for him to accomplish this. But I mean, you gotta kind of admire it. it like it he is. didn't show up for work for fifteen years. I bet you he had another job. So, so he's wait, probably did, making did a cool hundred thousand. I guess he got caught because we we know the story. Well, so he got caught fifteen years later. Two thirds of a million dollars later. <laughs> I bet he got to pay it back. That man ain't got that money. That man done spent that money. He spent it. They gave it to him. <laughs> and and T. Betty, if the man wasn't going to work for fifteen years. How you gonna pay it back? <laughs> he obviously ain't gonna go. He got no job. He ain't going I bet to work. you he had another job. I would I just be you. like, he was I doubling would, up. Look, I would just be like, look, y'all paid me, right? Yeah. So how could y'all prove that I wasn't there for fifteen years? Huh? That's true. That ain't no good and damn well. Now that's a shadow of a doubt it? right there. You got beyond the reason. You, you, you uh, know what badges, I would say? No, swiping look. in. No, look at this. Locking in. I, I would say it like this. Well, if y'all gonna make me pay it back, ain't you gotta make the government pay back all them taxes they took out of? 
Not what a about that? That'll stop shit. it right there. That'll no, stop bro. it right there. The government be like, it's already happening. <laughs> the it's government gonna be like, boy, go to hell. Give us all the things, and you're going to prison. Mm, mm, mm. Now you know. Years. Now you know somebody black could never get that off. We can barely walk across the street jaywalking without getting a tase or a fine or something. So you know we couldn't get this off. Fifteen years. 15 years. You know what? No call, no show. Yo ass getting terminated after day three. How many presidents is that? Was that like Bush <laughs> the son, then Bush the son again? Let's no. see. What year is this? Bush, so this goes back to Obama, 2006. Obama. So oh it was God. Bush Jr., Obama, Obama, he who shall not be named. And Biden. And Biden. Damn, that's like five administrations. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! You gotta kind of admire it, though. You have that's, to. That's slick as hell. 2005, and he just got caught. Damn. That's a long time 15 ago. 15 years. Mm-hmm. I just really want to know, what was he doing? Was he, did Not he working. Job? Was he relaxing? Was he going on vacation? Did he have a woman? Like, I just have so many <laughs> questions. I need to know. I'm about to look Giuseppe, Giuseppe up and see what he was up to. My goal in life is to become a professional gentleman of leisure, and I have a blueprint now. So, well, you know, I wonder, I wonder if, like, the if, like, he was married or some, if the spouse is legally responsible for that too. If you mm-hmm. filing, well, here, if you're filing joint taxes, but hey, he was paying his taxes. No, I'd be like, he, he, was, was, he was probably getting the W-2 if that was right. He was stealing from the hospital, but he was paying his government taxes because they were taking that shit out. Oh, do they have retirement funds over there? For I bet you they do. Pension? I bet you they do. If it's a, if <laughs> well, they can get the money out of there. Job. Yeah. Look, if I'm his spouse, I'd be like, look, you see he um charged up that lady supervisor, right? Well, I was under duress and he went to work. He said he was going somewhere 40 hours a week and we filed the taxes. So I don't blame me. I'm not paying shit. It's like that's all him. And then like the next year you make sure you file um separate but married if y'all still married, but like hell no, that's brilliant. Two-thirds of a million dollars. See, you can't get them. See this little drip drip. That, let that be a lesson to y'all. If y'all was to be nefarious like that, you can't just go in and take two-thirds of a million dollars because somebody's gonna find that missing. But forty dollars here, forty dollars there, forty, forty, add up 15 years, two-thirds <laughs> of a million dollars. Six hundred and sixty-seven. <laughs> it's like winning the lotto, but you gotta just get forty dollars every week or so, you know, till blah 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 blah. So, you know, just uh just a little bit of heads up. Okay. Oh damn. Um, sorry, we got a little bit of. <laughs> if you guys hear gunshots, we're still doing the podcast remotely. It's not. It's not gunshots. Pew pew pew. It's not gunshots. It's um just electrical interference. So we apologize. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast after party number nine. We're available on all formats, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, literally everywhere you find your podcast. Download, subscribe rate and review today. Download, subscribe, rate and review today. Okay, T. Petty. Now we talked about the gas shortage earlier, right? And it's playoff time. We seeing, not for you, but you might be a hockey fan, but we seeing basketball um, playoffs as well. The playing game is going on right now. Um, Spurs and Grizzlies right now. But uh, every time they go to commercial break, they showing a chicken commercial, right? Everybody got a chicken commercial, okay? So now, they're saying, in addition to there being a gas shortage, it is officially a chicken shortage. 
Everybody and their mama is selling chicken wings. Everybody and their mama got a chicken sandwich. Plus, with the pandemic, because the meatpacking plants, they was working close together with a lot of folks that, um, you know, was um, prime groups for spread of the Rona. And it was a cold, wet environment where the um, pandemic, the COVID could pass on quickly. They've uh, sort of had um, uh, people that can't pack the chickens as well, uh, that can't pack the chickens come to work. Also, farmers, poultry farmers, stopped growing as many chickens because it was like a, a lot, law of supply and demand thing. So they're saying that like for barbecues, at least for you know the next three, four months, that it's going to be a serious chicken shortage. So um, I won't say that um, we love chicken, but that is one of the things that we like to eat. Um, so what are we going to do with this chicken shortage here uh, that's supposed to sweep across America in the next three to six months? I don't know what the hell y'all going to do. I got plenty of chicken over here. Mm. Plenty. Listen, they are definitely trying to cause a riot. First is uh, taking off the menthol cigarettes off the market. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm. Now it's a chicken shortage. Like, what's next? What else are you going to try to take away? Red Kool-Aid? Listen, get it together with whatever y'all got to do to bring back chicken. Everybody loves chicken. Chicken is fucking delicious. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know what the solution is to this because apparently, you know, we've been importing chickens from, like, China and shit like that. Is it chicken? I mean, some chicken-like product. I don't, mm. I can't vouch for it. Mm. <laughs> I eat my organic chicken over here, so I don't grow stuff in places where it's not supposed to be growing. Oh, okay. But man, that's serious. Because you mm. know, how often do y'all have chicken? Like once at, a week? At, at least, least, at multiple least once times a week. a week. Multiple yeah. times a week. Yeah. And you know what? I read a very interesting story that now people, not black folks, but dark meat is becoming much more popular. I said, if they drive- When wasn't dark meat popular? <laughs> well, exactly. it depends on what population you're talking about. Depends on what kind of dark meat you're talking about. <laughs> now, just a fucking minute, sir. <laughs> I am not participating in that conversation because I am a Christian. How and ever. <laughs> that likes dark meat? Question mark? <laughs> if they drive up the price of- drumsticks and thighs the way they did the fucking oxtails is really going to be a ride in the streets because mm, mm, mm. you know you can get some drumsticks for 99 cent a pound right now you can right but let that sh that they done discovered it and so now it's going to be like four dollars a pound mm, listen mm. they will burn this damn country to the ground and i will be lighting the match right along with them stay mm. away from my chicken Drees, you know they got the five dollar chickens at the big box store um, what if they start to run out of these $5 chickens and God forbid if Pope Yes and them run out of chicken, boy, they ain't ready for that. They ain't ready for that. They already run out of chicken. Mm. Hey, <laughs> we ain't got right. no chicken. <laughs> now y'all y'all thought this like gas shortage was bad. <laughs> I don't think we should be even talking about this because yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what people about to go do. They about to go stock up on some chicken. <laughs> There's going to be a run right. on chicken. You're going to have stories like um, people caught with like uh, a trunk full of chicken. <laughs> Not a trunk. And, yeah, and and the, and the truck probably flew open, and the chicken fell out in the road. 
cause a car accident <laughs> for five miles down the road because people hoarding chicken. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's uh, chicken is I I have to eat chicken probably about three, four times a week. It's just it. That's that's the meat I eat delicious. most of the time. It's delicious. And you can do it lots of different ways. Mm-hmm. And so that that is a real issue. Um, you know, dealing with a chicken shortage, and you you don't want to see that because people can get um get pretty 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 aggressive when it comes to like getting their chicken. <laughs> I mean, we did see people fighting over the pulp yes sandwiches. We you saw did. people getting stabbed, stabbed. over that over that chicken sandwich and killed. Now we don't want no nobody to roll up and get shot at the drive-through over some pulp yes chicken sandwiches or the little redhead girl chicken sandwiches. And these wings, you know, your boys from upstate New York. Now they can go ahead and run out of chicken wings they want to. It's gonna be somebody's ass, and they're gonna storm <laughs> the plant and just go ahead and get them eighteen wheeler, back it up, refrigerated truck, and they're gonna be selling these wings, hot wings in the streets, cooked or uncooked. Please trust them. <laughs> we don't play that Raw. chicken wings, right? Like it's gonna be like. case, but think of all the places that serve chicken, 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 chicken. Everybody's got chicken wings. Everybody got the chicken sandwich now. And this this is, this is just crazy. So get it together, poultry farm, Mr. Weaver and Mr. Tyson and all y'all people there. Y'all need to get this together because yeah, the holiday barbecues is coming up and we need to make sure that we go for Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day and for every day in between till further notice. So chop, chop, chicken run, chicken run. All right, y'all. So um, we talked about the man that called in 15 years. Okay. Um, a woman in Oklahoma, in Texas got charged with a felony because she didn't bring back a tape to Blockbuster more than 10 years ago. Blockbuster ain't even open no more. She said it was her boyfriend's kids at the time. That did not turn in a tape of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So she went to get her driver's license <laughs> and she found out she had a felony warrant on there. Something called misuse or misappropriation or theft of rental property. Not a house, not a car, a so damn VHS videotape. They went ahead and cleared out the felony warrant on that. It got cleared up, but here you go again trying to uh, hem up people on some nonsense. Uh, T. Patty, the floor is yours. How is that a felony in the first damn place? It's a videotape that costs like $20 max. I mean, it was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Come on. Them, them late fees add up. <laughs> when, did Block, when did Blockbuster go out of business? They've been out of business for how long? At least like, 15 years, like the, the last time that that man from Italy collected a legitimate <laughs> paycheck. <laughs> the fact that that was even still on the books is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just crazy to me. How many people don't turn in, like, video, well, not now, but back then, turn in videotapes or, like, library But how did, it, how did it get amassed to that amount where it would reach a... A felony. A, a felony, a court. You know, that, that that's is crazy. crazy. And like, the, just and the, write it off as a loss. It's, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, even the, even the price of the videotape, at some point, it just, it was a wash. But exactly. the thing that I think about, right, like, imagine this person had gotten pulled over by the police in a traffic stop. And then all of a sudden, now they got a, a felony um, warrant out for their arrest. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And that could have went bad in so many different ways over a videotape. A videotape. That damn video's on YouTube. That's some bullshit. Yeah, it's like you said, though. Hemming people up over some bullshit. It's just another way to criminalize something that didn't need to be... Like, give me a fucking break. It's a videotape mm-hmm. rental. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Write that shit off and go about your business. Mm-hmm. And obviously they couldn't keep that shit together anyway because they went out of business. And you want to charge me with a felony? Get your ass out of here. Exactly. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a quick story. So it was a man in Chicago, right? And he came up with the idea for Redbox. So he was like, who sell the most videos in the world at the time? Blockbuster. So he got a pitch meeting on with Blockbuster. He said, man, I got this idea for a DVD dispensing machine. You just swipe your card, you pick the video, it gets dispensed out, you watch it, and then you bring it back. And they was like, nah, son, we good with our bricks and mortar and all these late <laughs> fees we charging. Uh, blah, we, blah, we blah, killing blah. the game. Right. So he was real depressed and he was sad, but he was in Chicago. And he was like, who got the most um, stores in Chicago? That's where McDonald's is based. So then he got put on with a pitch meeting with McDonald's. And they was like, well, we're not going to put it in the stores yet. But he said, we work with Walgreens. He said, we're going to give you, you know, a couple dozen stores to put this out there. And if this work, we good with it. They put it out there and it took off like gangbusters. Then they was putting them in the McDonald's and then it went all over the world, the whole nine yards. So this man is a genius. Redbox is still in business. Meanwhile, the last blockbuster in the world closed in the state, I believe Washington, maybe a couple, three weeks ago. And Blockbuster ain't been heard of since. So to hell with you, Blockbuster, and your late fees, and take all them, expunge them felony warrants for them late fees off of people's uh, records. You about to out here and cause some problems in the streets. So how many other people got felony warrants because of that? I bet you at least 100. I bet you at least 100. Easily. Easily. Ridiculous. Easily. Um, Speaking of, uh, let's go over to uh, the United Kingdom. So this man and this woman, they worked at a uh, the big, uh, you know, um, forest uh, box delivery service to your house, right? So they was working at the warehouse and they fell in love, right? So they moved in together, but they was boosting goods from um, the warehouse, bringing them back to their house. And they was like reselling them or giving them to their friends and whatnot. So, you know, they had this little racket going on. So um, I think they had stole like maybe $150,000 worth of stuff. So what happened was they got into a fight and the neighbors called the cops. The cops came out in the middle of this domestic dispute. And when the cops came through the door, they saw all this stuff that they had stolen from the forest warehouse store. And um, they both got charged with criminal felony for stealing the stuff um, from the big box rainforest store. So Drees, um, they thought that they was getting away with it, but they got into an argument. And they got busted. Yeah, this, okay, all right. Now, I would have did this different. I wouldn't have got caught. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I I, I think one of the reasons why they got caught, right, when you amass that much stuff, right, it's hard to get rid of it. And also this rainforest, um, you know, giant, right, that's the way goods move back and forth now. So they almost needed to take those goods that they stole from the rainforest organization and then put it actually back in the same system so they can get it out to other people. That's why they got caught because it was backlogged. 
It was too much stuff. They couldn't distribute it because the Rainforest Company is the biggest distributor right now in, in, in the world. You know, they uh, totally messed up. They did not think out the logistics, T-Petty. They didn't get caught because they stole the stuff. They got caught on this domestic uh, call, uh, you know, at the, at the house. The neighbors called the cops and, you know, uh, the UK Bonnie and Clyde got caught. So I have so many questions. Number one, we have seen the stories about how closely those warehouses are monitored. Like people can't even use the bathroom in peace. So how did they manage to boost all of this stuff? Like, is it different in the UK? I don't know. So that's my first question. Second question is why the hell would you call the police when you know you a damn criminal and you have the evidence of the crime in your house? Well, you I think, think the neighbors, I, I think the neighbors heard them arguing and they called the cops. Your ass better learn how to argue quietly when you a fucking criminal. And you got enough goods in your house that the police come in and they can see that you are stockpiling stolen merchandise. Mm -hmm. You deserve to go to jail for being stupid. Mm. Now, you know, that security is tight. This is how they did this. They got they became friends with the person that, quote unquote, threw out the garbage. And they put, you know, oh, you got garbage? Yup. Mm, and this PlayStation 5. Boom, bam, bippity, bippity. <laughs> and when they threw the garbage out, they just put the goods that they was going to take home that day, drive around to the dumpster at the end of the shift. Boom, load up, beep, beep, and they out. But they got caught. So, Are they know. black? Um, no, they are not from the story mm -hmm. that I saw. Um, well, UK folks, if you had a package from that company go awry. Now you know where your shit has been all this time. Exactly. They need to start to check them records and see where the missing <laughs> packages, especially uh, from the holidays. We're like, damn, I ordered that on Thanksgiving and I didn't get my package. They probably got it. <laughs> um, this Okay, this is kind of sad, y'all. This woman in California, right? They was looking for the winner. A one sole person had a $26 million winning lottery ticket, right? The lady looked for it and looked for it and looked for it. She went to do her laundry. The ticket, oh, the $26 million no. ticket was in her back pocket and she washed it. Now, you know, they very stringent on these rules because people got counterfeiters. Girl, what the do, hell? She washed the ticket uh, and, the, and, the, and the one year expired. So uh, he does have the ticket, but it's oh, washed I'm sick. out. I'm, I'm sick. I'm not sure if the serial oh, number is still on there, but the ink on the $26 million winner is gone. So it's a real stringent legal process that she may have to wow. file to get her $26 million. But the wait, first wait, can can you you can you read it or is the ink gone? The ink is gone. So you know how there's like the serial numbers on the back? Then how she knows she had to win a ticket. So she remembered it, and she couldn't find it. She couldn't find it. She couldn't find it. Nah, that sounds suspect already. And she Some... said she looked for it, but she had did her laundry. And then he, she checked her backpack. You know how sometimes you might get you changed. Wait a minute. Hold on. This story, the math ain't mathing. So yeah, <laughs> the winning, like the winning numbers were announced a year ago. And, and she's she been just... looking for it. And, yeah. and I find a way. So wait, 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 wait. She been looking no for a year, so she done had dirty laundry for a year. No, I guess she may have looked in the pants like she was looking nah. over frantically as it built up. She ain't wore so, them jeans in a year. 
Okay, Maybe. well, actually, that part might make sense because a lot of people have not been wearing real clothes yeah, during the Rona. Yeah. But, but I still call bullshit. I don't believe it. Mm -mm. Well, now they say they have triangulation, right? Because they have the security footage of her at the time oh, at the machine. Okay, all right. And the ticket was purchased, oh, but you. the okay. ink is off the ticket and uh, they can trace by the serial number. Girl. Like if that number was dropped off at that store. So she gonna have to get a little bit of, you know, MacGyver plus Matlock and see if they can put this together to get her $26 million. So I'll be like, right, give me a, give me a half of it. And then I negotiate down to like 25% of it. No, that, I, just, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't understand. Don't y'all check your pockets before you wash your clothes? Not before I, I wash them. I, I, check, them, I misses, check them before they go into dirty clothes. Yeah, but like, sometimes the once, once, washes. Once, so. they, once they go from, once they are in there and I'm going to wash clothes, I don't check through pockets. Like it, if it's in there, it's oh well. You should have yeah. checked it before you put it into the um, dirty clothes hamper. Okay, yeah. so you but you check it at some point when you either take them off yeah, or you yep. put them in the hamper or yep. before you wash them. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't do either. I some mm, some in the milk ain't clean. I don't, I don't believe it. I'm gonna need some more receipts. Yeah. So again, they are trying to piece it together. And again, I think the serial number is on the back. The serial number has a different kind of ink on the back. So yeah, you might have to. Yeah. I don't know if she you know if it dried up in the dryer too. You know, but. Yeah, the ink washer. So that little tiny piece of paper was worth 26 million other tiny pieces of paper. But we're gonna see. Hopefully she get her money. And I think she bought the ticket, but damn, Gina, you um washed the <laughs> Damn, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Um, let's see. A man in Houston, Texas, at the airport. So he was transporting methamphetamines known as crystal meth. Prank. Huh? Prank. Prank. Yeah. So um, he um, decided to buy a couple of breakfast burritos, right? And this wasn't too well thought out. He put the crystal meth was in these little black packages and he put the crystal meth in the burrito and went through TSA and it's like, something don't look right. There's like, we need to recheck over here on five. So they separated out the burritos and um, they was like, this is a normal larger than normal burrito. So I guess they went ahead and opened it up and boom, spill out all the little packs of meth. Mm -hmm. The man denied it the whole nine yards. He's like, ah, there ain't nothing but a breakfast burrito. There's like, sir, it's drugs in here, methamphetamines. <laughs> he denied it the whole way. So, um, you know- the I, I would have blamed it on a breakfast um, <laughs> place I went to. It was like, ah, they must have- I mean, maybe you could get away with that if you got one meth rock in there, but not, the whole burrito is full of meth. <laughs> yeah, it was like it looked like they had taken some of the breakfast burrito fillings out and replaced it with meth. I didn't know meth was part of a nutritious breakfast, but um, they well. caught. And um, yeah, he he might be facing um some some big time uh criminal time for, for <sighs> dumbass. Yeah, yeah. So that's stupid. You gotta watch what they put in your burritos. <laughs> is that what you gotta watch? <laughs> Okay, sir. Good you gotta, luck. You got to watch what they put in, the, in those burritos. Okay. Um, little, little Noah, four-year-old boy in Brooklyn. 
So, you know, the kids been learning at home and stuff and, you know, the parents is, um, you know, pulling double time, you know, being teachers and being parents. So hats off to, to all y'all that's doing that, including you, Drees. Um, oh, God bless Bobo. you. Absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. A lot of work. So, so um, you know, they want to reward the kids. You know, it's been a tough year for them academically with school and going into last year, too. She said, little Noah, little Noah's mom said you can get you your favorite treat from the... Uh, from the Rainforest Personal Assistant. Go ahead and tell her that you want some of those SpongeBob popsicles. Get you two SpongeBob popsicles. They'll go ahead and deliver them there to the house and you'll be good to go. Not sure what happened, but Lil Noah not only got two popsicles, he got $2,600 worth of the SpongeBob popsicles. What? They're delicious, by the way. They're lemonade, and then when you're done, and then you get the gum and stuff. It's really delicious, but that's a story for another day. So um, Lil Noah's mom didn't go off. Um, she put together a GoFundMe, and she um, said, hey, my son, he ordered too many popsicles. We really can't send them back, and she offered them up for sale. She made back more than the $2,600 that uh, Lil Noah had put out in the popsicles, and they're good to go. I guess uh, little Noah earned or uh, learned uh, a valuable math lesson. So, Drees, um, if the kids order twenty six hundred dollars worth of popsicles, what you gonna do? Look, they're gonna be eating popsicles for breakfast, for lunch, for snack and dinner two weeks in a row. And you know why? Because we broke. We just spent twenty six hundred dollars <laughs> on these popsicles. You gonna eat every one of them, and I bet you ain't gonna want to see no SpongeBob no more. Wow. SpongeBob, oh, Patrick, wow. Krabby Patty, all of them would have been eating the damn popsicles. T Patty, $2,600 worth of popsicles. Let's just say that the popsicles is $2 a piece. That's more than a thousand damn popsicles. So, whose fault is that, though? You can't blame the four year old. Mm. You allowed your four year old to order to use technology without supervision. That's your fault, girl. Don't do that again. Mm. You so got to supervise the kids. We've talked about this before. Yes. People what don't do listen. Yeah. I mean, this time it's only popsicles. Thank God that a little Noah didn't order no Cadillac Escalades or nothing like that. <laughs> Can you imagine they driving up from uh, car minimum and uh, they are out there with all these cars that got ordered. Like, car oh, minimum. Car so minimum. wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So they didn't realize that he ordered this until they showed up. Don't you pay attention to your damn credit cards? So you know the little rainforest device be like, boom, a notification, a shit. Yeah, you get, you get it within 24 hours. Okay, so you but look at the- I have my credit cards that I use regularly set up to inform me. Oh, you got alerts. That's the thing is if alerts. If a purchase is made over a certain amount, well, the app will tell me anyway, no matter what the purchase is, like this was purchased. This was the, the vendor. This is the amount. So, I mean, obviously they wasn't hurting that bad because they wasn't paying no damn attention to the fact that he bought how much? $2,600 worth of money. Now, I make a decent amount of money, but I would notice if $2,600 extra came out of somewhere real okay. quick. So, you know, it's like a per- it's almost like a perishable item, so they probably got it relatively quickly. For all that the Rainforest people knew, that he was like an ice cream man or something like that, like stocking up for the season at two dollars. Oh well, I mean, I mean, how many cases is that? Damn. My, my sympathies That's a lot are, are of limited. Positive. My sympathies are limited. They got to get it together. Mm-hmm. 
Drees, they caught the tiger that they was looking for in Houston. Remember Mother's Day? Um, the tiger got loose. Yeah. And then the man came. He said, oh, that's my tiger. And he said, come on, tiger. And they put the tiger in the truck. And then um, they found a man who had a, um, he was out on bond for murder, but he had a animal and he got charged with evading arrest because um, they was looking for him and some kind of way they hit him up with that charge anyway, but they never found the tiger. They found the tiger and they put the tiger back in the zoo. They said they're going to try and rehabilitate the tiger and then go ahead and maybe release him back in the wild. Did you know that they said that there are as many as 5,000 wild tigers in the United States that people keep as domestic pets? How do you rehabilitate a tiger? And uh, Yeah, especially after they done lived in the city. <laughs> and this tiger was like part of the hood. Like he was like just chilling in there. Like uh, uh, he was a free range tiger. So I, you know, I I can't imagine being in a neighborhood. Yeah, wasn't in no cage. Wasn't in no cage. So I can't imagine living in this neighborhood because they had to tell all the neighbors, like, look, it's a tiger on the loose. And the neighbors was out there taping it, looking for the tiger. It don't take but about three, four steps in that paw and round, round. Yeah, they, they probably thought it was like a big house cat. But man, a tiger is a tiger. It'll go tiger on you. Mm-hmm. T-Petty, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Detroit Lions. Um, what other cats we got uh, named out there? It's a whole lot of cat nicknames. It used to be the, the Charlotte Bobcats. The Cincinnati Bengals. The Houston Cougars. See, they thought it was a cougar, but it was a, actually a tiger. So they Listen. caught the tiger. So, um, yeah. We are clear on where I fall on this. So there's nothing else really for me to say other than let me find out a fucking tiger is roaming my neighborhood. Y'all thought I wasn't going outside before? Y'all ain't getting me outside, period. Mm, mm, mm. Period. Um, That's a wild animal and it will do what wild animals do. Mm -mm. mm, It's mm. a no for me. Unbelievable. So yeah, um, I don't know. Like the only people I've ever known of to keep these tigers was like Siegfried and Roy. And then one of them get scratched up real bad. Uh, scratched, I believe the word mauled comes mauled. to mind. Scratched yes. it up. To death. So there were um, somebody my parents knew when I was growing up. He had a uh, he had a little baby, the baby tiger he kept. Oh, shit. And he also had like a python or some other weird shit like that. I don't know that that man is still alive. Mm, mm, mm. I need to find out. I went to the hospital once, right? I tore my quadricep and I was in the emergency room. These, these was the two cases in front of me. Um, This is why I got served third in the triage. A man had spent the whole night out. He came home. His wife pushed him face first down the stairs. And at the bottom of the stairs, he caught a rusty nail in the lip and they had to shoot him up and stitch up his uh, lip. The other guy- Hey, T-Petty, what's up with that sinister laugh? <laughs> I know I shouldn't laugh, that's domestic violence, but just the thought of some shit, her pushing his ass down the stairs. I- <laughs> He didn't. He didn't look too good either. That was. That was. You got a rusty nail in your lip. You wouldn't look so hot. That was a triage number two. The first triage was a guy that he got bit by something called a a pet ash viper. So this is a very venomous snake that he was keeping at his house, and luckily for his ass, 
he was able to get the anti-venom from another hospital. And um, after he got done hooping and hollering and shit and thought he was going to die, <laughs> they gave him the anti-venom. Then they got to my torn quadricep. I was very upset about this, but um, I don't hold any grudges after 15, 20 years. It's okay. So it's it. And that's that. Um, let's see. Drees, give me one final thought, one shout out, or one prediction, man, as we come to a close. I'm going to predict that um, this chicken shortage is going to happen a lot sooner than we think. It's going to be a forced chicken shortage because people are going to do a run on chicken. Right. So, Are you gonna be one of those people? Uh, yes, I am gonna be. <laughs> as soon as soon as I I finish this podcast, I'm going to hoard chicken. <laughs> so so I'm letting everybody know it's gonna be a chicken shortage. Go get your chicken. You are part of the problem. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> when these kids don't have no chicken nuggets for these uh, summertime little uh, lunches, it's gonna uh... be hell. All because <laughs> those chickens, the parts that don't make the whole chicken parts, wings, drums, thighs, legs, those other parts go and make chicken nuggets. And when they run out of them goddamn chicken nuggets, it's going to be a problem. Hmm. Problem. Tragedy. Problem. Mm, don't let them have them on the menu. Them kids are gonna start spazzing out in the restaurants. Mm, mm, mm. Good lord. T. Petty, give me one prediction, one shout out, or one final thought. Well, okay, this is going to be a, a kind of long final thought because I just found out about this as we were taping this podcast. So y'all know the 1619 Project, right? Yes. So the author of that project brilliant black woman nicole hannah jones yep. if you don't Amazing. know who that is you yes. need to get Amazing. your life together so i found out today that she was up for tenure at the university of north carolina do you know those motherfuckers denied her on what mm. basis i well you know that's what i'm trying to figure out they denied her even though i'm quoting the package that she submitted, she submitted a tenure package that was as well received as any that she had ever seen. This was a dean at UNC saying this. And she received enthusiastic support along the way up until reaching the UNC Chapel Hill Board of Trustees who chose not to take action on her application. And instead, they offer her some fuck ass uh, five year position where she will be open to reapply for tenure at the end of that. So this mm -hmm. is what my thought is. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that we achieve at levels of excellence to which they could fucking never, they will take the chance to try to downplay our accomplishments deny us the things to which we are rightfully um we we have the rights to anything to not acknowledge our greatness so fuck unc chapel hill i knew they was some bitches from a long time ago who fucking wears baby blue any goddamn way but t petty this this, is, this this is a pattern right i'm glad you of laid course. it out because the same thing practice same thing happened to cornell west this year i'm at you harvard know, 
They went off now. You, you, I mean, you can believe what you want to about Carnell West, whatever that is, and right? I do. But but <laughs> right, but it is a pattern, right? You can't say he is not a scholar, right? That he is not like you know produced everything that you would need to produce to be tenured. Right, you, you might I not agree with everything. I didn't realize that he wasn't tenured. Right, down at Harvard, right? See, that's what I'm saying, right? You think about his body of work, right? And then right. the only reason Harvard reversed it was because of the public um, outcry. So I hope they, uh, you know, I hope this public outcry happens, um, you know, happens the same way on her behalf too. Look, right. it's about, yeah, it's about to be another outcry. And look, I'm just going, I'm feeling optimistic and positive today. So you know what? Right. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise, right? That she doesn't get the job that she's going for. And that when one door closes, another big, huge ass door open. And that she get a job with tenure, twice the pay. And then she could just give her ha 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 ha's to, you know, the school for, for not accepting her. Look, all you got to do is bring in that newspaper from the New York Times with all of the articles from the 1619 oh Project in there. Can you imagine? And your resume on top of that, that's a wrap. That is that is not a hard um, decision. Shit. It's I ludicrous. Hmm. The fact, the, the scholarship that went into that, the fact that it's being taught all over this fuck ass country, at least where Republicans have not gotten their fucking feelings and crying about critical race theory and all that type of bullshit. Imagine... Can you imagine a white person doing something like that and they are up for tenure and then it's like, nope, we're not going to do it. There's mm -hmm. no way on God's green earth that that would ever fucking happen. Mm -hmm. You know so, who this is? Who? Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> that do not get me started. <laughs> Dude, we supposed to be doing final thoughts. Not I know. This is a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, damn. No, but uh, we'll, we'll monitor that and, and stay on top of that. I mean, I bet you they had a harder decision figuring out what they was going to have for their little water chestnut foundation sandwiches for lunch and their little bento box lunches than they did on that. That's absolutely positively ludicrous. Not water chestnuts. You know how they have that <laughs> water chestnut and stuff that I just don't like cold sandwiches. Either. <laughs> so, um, seriously, like some to some black people, a cold lunch is an insult. I'm just saying, you there are people. I mean, you are that, bougie, you one of those Negroes. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I haven't eaten a cold cut sandwich since '86, maybe. So I just I'm <laughs> that's just, like some I, old grandma stuff. What you yeah. doing eating them cold, cold sandwiches, baby? <laughs> Need a hot meal. <laughs> Even, you know, I, I heat up the toast and, you know, warm the turkey a little bit, even the day after Thanksgiving. I'm just not a cold um, sandwich kind of person. Just And you know, here's the deal. Mm, before they would put the mayo on the sandwiches, but now coming in little packets. And then we didn't have the, uh, the damn pandemic. Uh, you really got to get your little monocles on and see what the expiration date is on that mayo because you be done charged your system up with some shit that have some unintended consequences because <laughs> you're using some suspect ass gold mayo in a silver packet. I'm now, just how saying. do we go from talking about 
Nicole Hannah Jones to talk about some damn mayo. We said that that oh, foundation you said water viewers, yeah, they <laughs> was doing more research on the goddamn lunch that they was going to have us. in the bento box. We are so random. Team, I love us. Which she should <laughs> have already got. We shouldn't even be mm. talking about that shit. And don't let her bring in Michael Jordan and Al Sharpton, because then you're going to wish you would have had thought about that uh, a little bit more extensively and approved that before they get involved. And they're like, Nike ain't shit. And then Al Sharpton comes in here. Well, today on Inside Politics, the UNC and the Brilliant Sister, uh, 1619 Project. Why they do you like that? That's, yeah. That's my. Why they do you like that? That's my limited. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Inside Politics. You got it. You got it. I'm working. Okay. Okay. I'll show. Add Al Sharpton impression to the list of impressions. Okay. I'm working on that. So, yeah. Um, let me see if I can close out the show as Al Sharpton. Hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh my God, sir. Oh Lord, uh, here we go. Uh, this is the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is Reverend Al. Thank you all for listening to the show. T. Petty, Trees Elba, my good brother, Milky Bishop Jr., and producer E. The Digital Gumbo Podcast is available on all formats like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, something called Spotify, and the something they call Stitcher. Download, subscribe, rate, and review oh, podcast today. It's excellent. They talk about a lot of topics, and I'll definitely be listening to the next episode of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Until next time, I'm the Reverend Al Sharpton signing out, wishing you peace, peace in the Middle East, and hair grease. We good? <laughs> We good. Uh, we That's are pretty not good. good. That needs a lot of fucking. Hey, work. if you get a call from Reverend Al, don't oh, call shit. me. Don't. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want the smoke from the Action Network. I don't want that. No, smoke. you do not. Absolutely not. They be to shut this damn podcast down. <laughs> we just have to uh, come up with a new name. But uh, yo, y'all be safe. Y'all be good. Memorial Day's coming up. Stay masked up. Do what y'all gotta do. Um, you know, just to be aware of your surroundings and the whole nine yards, and most importantly, be safe. That's right. That's Y'all right. take it easy out there with the unwashed. Don't fuck around with them. End up with right. salmonella. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>